Chris and Thelma are given a channel to watch on the TV. They talk about it, and now it's a podcast. It's TV Cups. Can you check the levels? I think we're good. The athleticism, the bravery, the pageantry of the 2012 Summer Olympics will not be talked about here. <laughs> because we didn't watch any of that shit. Lord, no. Welcome to TV Crafts. I'm Yay! Chris. Yay! And I'm Thelma. <laughs> you didn't think about that. I almost forgot my name. Oh boy. <laughs> it's gonna be a good show. Uh, in case you're just joining us for the first time, my lovely girlfriend Thelma and I, once a month, sit on our couch mm-hmm. and uh, are given three random channels to watch on TV for an hour. And we watch them and we kind of talk about them a little bit in the background. Yeah. Mostly we, we ignore them. Yeah. And for just the talk part. about other TV shows. Yeah. But it's a podcast about TV. Um, to get those three random channels, we have to go to the Internet's supercomputer. Yeah. Now, Thelma, I've already um, preloaded the integer sets and the uh, quantum mechanics oh, yeah? uh, <laughs> ratios. Okay. So all I need to do is uh, pull the giant lever on the side of the computer. All Can you right. do that for me? I guess so. All right. Ready? Yes. Here I go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did it. Yay! Let's see what three channels have been provided for us. All right, the first one is 545. 545. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Awesome. Uh, channel 664 is Cupcake Wars. <laughs> Shit, okay. And channel 707 is... Shit, 16, 16 and Pregnant. 16 and Pregnant. Oh, boy. I think we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit weird. Yeah. Because it's... MTV is apparently doing a weird thing, and they're like, over the hour mark, so we're going to watch 15 minutes of one episode of 16 and Pregnant. Right. And then the first 45 of the other one. Right. But that'll, that'll work. Yeah, sure, right? why not? Okay. Yeah. And here we go. All right. This is the last 15 minutes of, what did we decide it was, Teen Mom? Yeah. No, this is 16 and Pregnant, oh. and it's an updated version of it. So, it's like, where are they now? Okay, so it's like checking back in. Right. And clearly, you can assume that for most, it's, it's going pretty well. Obviously. Yeah. I've only watched, like, three episodes of this ever. Yeah. And most of it was because I had to. <laughs> yeah. Now, explain why you had to, though. Well, it, one of them, at least, was for writing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I took the other two of you. <laughs> I only like one um, group of chicks. Really? Well, yeah. Like one season? Work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the rest, like, 16 and Pregnant is different from Teen Mom. Teen Mom is like, they already had the baby, and it's just like following them through, mm-hmm. you know. So but which one do you like better? Teen Mom. Really? Yeah. Because it's not, because 16 and Pregnant, it's like a different person each time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So do we have any idea what's going on with this one? It's going to be weird, because we're going to be watching the tail end of this one. And yeah. Then the beginning of the other one. Yeah. We'll roll with it. It's okay. okay. Um, basically, with this one, obviously, she was pregnant at like 16, had a kid. Mm-hmm. Her and the baby dad decided to get married, so she was like seventeen and pregnant. Oh, so they're married. Well, she was they're seventeen. They're getting a divorce now. Now she's eighteen. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, nineteen's a big divorce. <laughs> yeah, so things are going well. Yeah, going real good. And apparently, she just moved out of the house with the husband, and now she moved into what I can only assume is a like, halfway house. Yeah, <laughs> from what it looks Crack like. Crack house. Pretty much. So things are going good. Yeah, looking real good. Yeah. If I want to be young and go out dancing, I can do that. That's what she said. That's yep. good. You don't have a kid or anything. Priorities. So, uh, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. 
We're going to ignore this entirely. Yeah. So as we mentioned um, in the beginning there, we didn't watch a goddamn bit of the Olympics. No. Not it was a like a big bit. deal. It was on a thousand channels yeah. for two weeks, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, two weeks, I think. And we didn't watch any of it. No, we didn't watch a goddamn thing. We we flipped back and forth between the closing ceremonies and Breaking Bad. Yeah. So we watched, we, we saw like three minutes worth of that whole thing. And I think that was enough. Mm-hmm. We didn't see, I, I didn't see any of the opening ceremonies. No. I heard that uh, there was a lot of flack for NBC and the coverage that they did at the Olympics. A lot of people were mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in the opening ceremonies, I guess all the news anchors that went over there to London from NBC just talked over everything. Right. And then they cut out like whole pieces of the opening ceremonies. And I heard the same happen for the closing ceremonies as well. Yeah, I, that, that's been a sort of a consistent thing with NBC. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think they have the Olympics every year, as mm-hmm. far as I know. Yeah. But they just, they do it like a morning show or something. Like, mm-hmm. there's somebody at a desk, and then they're like, hey, let's cut to the swimming. Yeah. And then you see five minutes of swimming, and then they're like, that's enough of that. Yeah. We saw the Americans do something, and then they go do something else. Yeah, the big gripe was is that, you know, they weren't showing, like, fully what was happening. It was just like, unless there was an American mm-hmm. predominantly in it, they were like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Nobody cares about this. Yeah. I think the, the only real way to watch it is to go to all those auxiliary channels. Yeah. Like all the N- NBC sub- subsidiaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And watch it on there. Yeah. Honestly, um, personally, I could give a shit about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Summer Olympics. I like the Winter Olympics a lot better. Really? Yeah. I always have. I like, like, the, we we actually, we did watch a little bit of the gymnastics one. Night. We did. That was kind of cool. girls' gymnastics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Yeah. All the sequins and the too tight hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thick necks. Yeah, those girls are freakish. Yeah. And, like, it's it's weird to think about because they're all, like, 15 years old. Yeah. And this is either going to be their last Olympics or their second to last Olympics. Yeah. Because that's pretty much all you get is two. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they're just going to be, like, creepy-looking munchkins. Right. With nothing, you know. With what are they going to do? Yeah. What do they do with that? Well, hopefully they get some sponsorship, but other than that. Yeah. I but mean, even that, like... What in, obtainable in, goals can in, you reach? Yeah, in 10 years, like, Michael Phelps is going to be able to do shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can always go into coaching. Yeah, that's true. You know? But other than that, I mean, I don't really see the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Other than Bengay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good sponsor, though. <laughs> right? Seriously. We, we did, when we were watching the gymnastics, you made a point to mention um, how high cut the... Uh, oh my god, yeah, the leotards? leotards or whatever. Holy shit. It's no joke. And it's it's especially creepy because of how young they are. Well, they're like, not... Nobody needs a to A lot of them are that, that young. It's just that they take suppressants so that they don't go through adolescence. So they don't have tits because they're on hormone therapy. Yeah. Well, some... I mean, some of them are old enough, but like some of yeah. them are legitimately like fucking oh, yeah. youngsters. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, and for those who didn't get to see any of the leotards for the gym, gymnastics... um. They reminded me of, like, an 80s beach movie with, like, the super high-cut pelvic area. It was like Baywatch. It really was. It's like a deep I v. was, like, really surprised at that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, in gymnastics, like, you're doing tumbles and twirls. Like, mm-hmm. that could easily become a camel toe situation. They, ha- they have to have some kind of, like... I don't know what the hell you would put on there. tape or something. Well, that can't be enjoyable. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in any sense of the word. I mean, you can't wear tights. Yeah. it's. I mean, that's another... Like, even if you watch, like, beach volleyball or something like that, like, yeah. everybody's in ridiculously skimpy clothes. Like, in, in the swimming, I get that you have to have a Speedo because right. like, you want to cut down on drag. And right, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, beach volleyball, you can wear fucking... Like, you can wear cargo shorts. Like, right. there's nothing yeah, between there's that no, and what yeah. they have to wear. 
Well, did you hear about the uh, the rowers? No. For, oh my God! Apparently, there was like a big to do when the uh, the rowers for United States. I guess they want to. I don't even know. I guess a, a medal. And um, one of them had quite the predominant package. Right on. Yeah, <laughs> and they said it's quite frequently they will just get random hard ons. <laughs> they was that- like at the podium. With a raging heart on. He was at the, the, the podium? Yeah, I thought yeah. you meant like while he was rowing oh, the no, boat. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's that patriotism. Yeah, right? All up in your, your dick. <laughs> it's a salute. Balls to the ball. <laughs> but yeah, we, we missed the whole opening ceremonies, mm-hmm. so we didn't see any of that. Like, yeah. I really can't speak to it. I, I heard um, secondhand that, as always, the parade of countries lasted 12 hours. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get it. Like, you want to... And that's something where it is cool that they represent everybody. Right. But, like, we don't have to see... Put that on one of the auxiliary channels. Mm-hmm. Put that on, you know, right. CNBC or something. Like, and if you want to see Uruguay walk by, then it's like, okay, there it is. From what I gather, the... Was it in Beijing that they had the mm-hmm. Olympics last? I heard that was absolutely phenomenal compared to this. And, I mean, it makes sense because... I didn't see most there, of that. Over there, you and fuck like, up and yeah, just no. straight up shoot you in the head. Yeah, they'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> There's no margin for error. And there was some kind of, I'm probably not like a big controversy, but there was something where um, some, a lot of, it some was of the like effects CGI. and yeah. stuff, like the fireworks of the footprints and uh-huh. stuff running to the Coliseum yeah. wall fake. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Yeah. Look but, at where it's being filmed at. Yeah, that's They're true. all about technology and weird shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we watch... Uh, Thelma and I go frequently check in on this website. It's called wimp.com. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like sort of a, um, like a collection of all kinds of cool internet videos. Like instead of going right. to YouTube and a bunch of different sources, mm-hmm. they just like collect a bunch of shit and then you can watch it all in one place. Yeah. It's a really cool website. But like 30% of the videos on there are just people in, uh, like Hong Kong. Yeah. Doing crazy shit with oh, robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome waterfalls, like mm-hmm. weird shit. Yeah. Like they, they take all the technology and just put it towards such dumb Frivolous uses. things. Yeah, yeah, don't they? Like, yeah. Like none of it's improving anybody's life over no, there. No, Lord, no. No. Unless you're up into robot fucking. I, I can't really say. Well, I did tell you about, um, it's like Hong Kong? Maybe it's straight up China, but apparently it took 12 policemen and two hours to fish what they thought was a dead body <laughs> you tell me that. floating in the water, and here it was a blow-up doll. Two hours! Yeah. You think that would be very apparent. <laughs> like, they don't have the technology to figure out Like every, And they had a person. picture of it. Everything was deflated except for the tits, and the mouth was like, you know, that crazy, creepy O. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the O face. The O face. Who buys those things? I think they have a pretty good market for them. They've been out for a while. I never understood that. Like, that cannot... Yeah, I mean, I mean that, to me, I, I always, like, related that to necrophilia. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's not responsive. I think it's, a, I think it's a little bit less. Well, it is a little bit less, but in the same sense, though, like, it, there's a lot of similarities. There's deadpan eyes. Like, I mean... Oh, yeah. You know, nothing's going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a gaping mouth. Yeah. It's in the same country, but it's... I you don't have think to they're move next it? to each other. Yeah. <laughs> to get it to do anything? I, yeah, but, like, I, don't, I never understood why, like, if you're... In, in a situation where mm-hmm. you're like, do you know what I should do is I should buy this blow-up doll <laughs> to have sex with. Well, that's like the fleshlight. Did you hear over in Asia they found what they thought was like a really rare artifact and turned out to be a goddamn sex toy? It really? took them like a week to was figure it, like, it out. Was it like super old? Yeah, it was old. But oh, okay. It was basically... I thought you meant they found like a fleshlight from well, essentially, 2008 and they were like, 
is this like oh an no Aztec? I'm sorry they thought it was a an, an like a mushroom a new type of mushroom <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's much worse <laughs> I'm assuming it was a male sex like for a male um, I'm assuming as much yeah yeah that is kind of weird too though that males even have sex toys like it doesn't seem like we should well I like, mean unless you're not born with hands there's no need <laughs> to have a sex toy I mean I can't really speak to it because you know obviously I don't have a dick you're a lady but um. I mean, they have a lot of female sex toys too, but I well, mean, yeah, but they they should. Yeah, because like know. it's like <laughs> so. This is a TV podcast. Yeah, but like your um, <laughs> like your hands can't completely foot the bill most of the time. <laughs> I'm assuming. No, you're correct. Like to really, yeah, you know, there's fake angles. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But for men, like you know, but it's you not can the same. By. As, you know, I guess they're not looking for you know like the handy feel. They're looking for mm-hmm. the real thing. You just have to do the strange. I feel like if they, yeah. (laughs) Now everybody knows what happens in our bedroom. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I feel like if they put half the amount of energy um, as they do in creating and finding sex toys into actually finding a girlfriend or somebody that would just be willing to have sex with them, Mm -hmm. they'd probably be a lot better off. No, I agree with that. So switching gears. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a turn from the Olympics to. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's, you know. A to B. Yeah. Um, since the last time we had a show, the Emmy nominations came out. Mm-hmm. And I figured we may as well talk at least a little bit about that. Um, HBO got the most nominations for a network with 81 different nominations for their various shows. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to think about what shows are going right now that I would say deserve nominations. I think Boardwalk Empire got a fair bit. See, I didn't watch any of that. Last we, we watched some of it, and then we sort of we got watched off like the trail. some of the first, but yeah. I missed the entire second season. I you? liked it, but it's not like I mean, it's not The Sopranos. It's not no. you know. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's like Deadwood. Or well, there was like that. that lull in there that I was. Just yeah, like, it definitely got a little bit boring. Yeah, for like three episodes, like nothing happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, fuck it. And uh, okay, I'm, I'm not even getting into spoiler territory if anybody hasn't seen it, but we did right. hear what the big twist at the end of Correct. it was, yeah. which really kind of bummed me out for the yeah, prospects same here. of it. Agreed. But we, we'll save that. Mm-hmm. Look it up um, if you want to know what it is. Yeah. Um, what else is on HBO that would even get an Emmy nominee? Definitely not True Blood. Not True Blood, unless it's like for effects or something. <laughs> and even that is debatable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smoke monsters and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um... Newsroom wasn't out yet when the Emmy nominations came out. And Was honestly, it like a I, miniseries or anything or a documentary? Usually they have a lot of those that uh, get pretty actually, good acclaim. Let me check my shit here. Tell, tell, tell the audience a story while I look this up. A story? Mm-hmm. Uh, guy named Giraffe walk into a bar. They sit down at the bar. It's good so far. Yeah, I'm terrible at jokes, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. got a bunch. Let's see what else. For most inventive ways to show sex scenes on HBO. <laughs> Sounds about there right. There were some serious sex scenes. There were, like, dude, three ways and, like, mm-hmm. all sorts of fucked up shit going on. And there. it was so, like, I'm all for um, unneeded nudity on television. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it, it, it'll at least give you a reason to watch a show. Like, that's half the reason we're watching True Blood anymore. Oh, is it? <laughs> nope. Okay. It's the story arcs <laughs> and the drama. Okay. <laughs> But like um, Game of Thrones, it's it's the most unneeded, unnecessary. Yeah. Like there'll, yeah, there'll like be a guy giving a monologue, and it'll be like a, a close up on his face talking about like kingdoms being at war yeah. and shit like that. And then, and then, then they zoom out, like and it's like labia. Oh, getting getting yeah. a get a blowjob. Straight up labia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, and I think they they got a nomination last year, but for 
however many years they've been going, Parks and Recreation is not nominated for Best Comedy. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That show's awesome. I, I really do. I think it's the best show yeah. going. Yeah. It really, like, comedy-wise, yeah. anymore. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think there's very many shows that can stand mm-hmm. up to that. Yeah, I look I look forward to that more than just about anything else. Yeah. Like I still like Thirty Rock, that's good. Yeah. The office is just a train wreck, but yeah. I'll still watch it just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But like Parks and Rec is a legitimately good show. Right. Oh, we should probably talk about Oh stupid sixteen pregnant or whatever. Well, there's a lot of facial piercings and highlights. I think right. it's a commercial. <laughs> well, it, they're the girls in the background. Oh, are they the real girls? Yeah, those are the girls. Okay, here we go. This is the, this is the new episode that's coming up. Oh we, my god! We didn't pay any attention to the last <laughs> fifteen minutes. But of honestly, the other show. do we need to? No. We pretty much know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Things are not great mm-hmm. for a lot of these girls. Bless their hearts. Yep. And mind you, I mean, I have absolutely nothing against people that have children young. My boss was a teen mother. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, there you, you do what you have to do, or you don't do what you have to do. And I feel yeah, like shit you know, happens, right? But, I mean, obviously MTV is only interested in the ones that don't do what they have to do. Otherwise, who would want to watch it? Yeah. It'd be boring. Oh, look know? how responsible they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, they're having a good time. They're well-adjusted. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> exactly. That does say something, though. Like, there there are so many shows that everyone is so... Like, there, there are very few shows where everyone is well-adjusted. Especially oh, yes. in, in reality TV, I'm not sure if that even exists. No. Oh, God, no. Well, reality is boring. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, like if we had a film crew following us around yeah. for a day, mm-hmm. the cameraman would be like, this fucking blows. Yeah. You know, because life is boring. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm hitting a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take 25 minutes, everybody. Yeah. Buckle up. Okay, so this is... So this is a, a teen mom, obviously, and Looks she's to be. trying to feed the daughter. Uh, I guess that's her mom, like the grandma is there the daughter. too. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Just so everybody knows, we have it on mute so it doesn't interfere with this uh, gorgeous audio that you're getting right now. But uh, we have closed captioning on, so we're trying to read and make sense of what's happening at the same time. Right. And so our, and our cat's on the couch. With they're us. basically talking about child support right now. Okay, I'm over this. Yeah, exactly. It's a cute kid, though. <laughs> it is really cute. But honestly, the mother looks like she's about 12 years old. Uh huh. Jesus. Okay, so. Um, back to Emmy nominations. Yes. Uh, Parks and Rec, like I said, got snubbed for best comedy. Figures. Um, the ones that got nominations were Curb Your Enthusiasm. That was pretty funny. Yeah, but that seems like that was so fucking long ago. Like they must have it was... aired. They must have aired one episode in 2012. Yeah, how does that work? Because I don't think they aired any in 2012. We watched that at the old place. Maybe it was the very tail end. Of the... I don't. I'm not don't even know. sure. Or maybe yeah. like it's a different yeah, nomination yeah. period. I have no idea. But that seems forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, girls from HBO. Oh, yeah. We, we watched the first episode of that. Not impressed. Yeah. It's like, you know, hipsters doing hipster stuff. Yeah. I heard the girl behind it. Uh, I forget her name, forget too. Her. She's probably on her list here someplace, too. But she made some kind of cool indie movie. I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah? Tiny Furniture. Okay. Which I think is on Netflix. We should check oh, that out. But okay. that's supposed to be really good, so they give oh. her a show. All right. Um, but yeah, that didn't impress me that much. Yeah, Maybe I really, it got better. I can't I don't speak know. to it. I, I, I mean, wanna... I, I read a couple of the recap episodes, mm-hmm. and I really wasn't yeah. like, it was nothing. Yeah, I don't want to knock it, but like, you know, yeah. I'm not 23 or in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, it's not really mm-hmm. for me. That was that. Uh, the next one on there is Veep, which we have watched. We have. I, I think we might have watched the whole thing. I think we did. That's yeah. really good. I like that a lot. Oh, I thought that was really good. It's a little bit dry, but like, yes. it's a half an hour. It goes fast. Right. It's, um... Julie Louise Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. Uh, <laughs> I was burping during that. <laughs> While I was saying that last sentence, I burped. You did a really good job of covering up. Thank you. But then you ruined it by saying it. Mm-hmm. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I would probably say Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, it has yeah. a very um, improvised, right. ad-lib kind mm-hmm. of sensibility to it, but it's it's funny. It's very funny. It is. But a lot of people don't go for that. A lot of people love that laugh track. Yeah, people are stupid as shit, though. Yeah, That's why, like, um, I was almost going to say Three Men and a Baby. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> Two and a half men. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we were going uh, for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, speaking of Two and a Half Men. Oh, Jesus. Nope. They're not actually on there, but Thank the God. Big Bang Theory is. And now, this is contentious. Okay. My parents love the Big Bang Theory. Yes. I have several good friends that swear by the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and I'm not going to knock it, mm. but I've seen maybe two episodes. Yeah. On, like, TV and I do have good friends that like it. Yeah. it. But I just... I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. And it might really be that there's just a laugh track. Like, it seems so old. Yeah. Like, just the whole format, like... Any sitcom with a laugh track anymore just mm-hmm. seems like, oh, it's 1991. It's like old show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard that, generally speaking, people that like community mm-hmm. hate the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like, there's like that. a big cause of contention between the two. I do like two. community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, jeez. Yeah. Our neighbors upstairs are fucking in the living room. <laughs> that or jumping on their trampoline. Mm-hmm. Either or. Yep. You can go either way. Neighbors upstairs, if you're listening to this podcast. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You vacuum way too much. <laughs> way too much. Um, in, in the same sort of mold, and this is one that I've also heard is really good, but we've never really watched, is Modern Family. Now, that one I actually I heard that. I heard good things watch. about that. Like, yeah. It's just, I don't know when it's on. I, I know. We never seem to know when yeah. that damn thing is <laughs> and on. And we just miss yeah. it. Like, that I would watch at least a few episodes of just to see what the deal is. Right. I don't think I've seen a single episode of that. Lord, ever. no. I haven't either. But I have heard good stuff. Yeah. So I won't knock that one. And uh, 30 Rock got nomination. Okay. Now, but again, like 30 Rock, I, I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. You're more so a fan of it than I am. Really? Yeah. Every once in a while, I think they have a good episode. But mm-hmm. then sometimes I'm like, nah. That's another one where, since we have Netflix now, I feel like, like the first season of that was so-so, just like Parks and Rec. Yeah. And then like the next couple were mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of dropped off a little. I really liked that live uh, episode they did. That was fan- Oh, shit. Um, we'll jump ahead. John Hamm. <laughs> yeah is nominated for Best Actor every year for Mad Men. Right. And he's amazing on that show. Oh, he's incredible. First up, like, if ever I have a man crush, it's that dude. Well, agreed. Right? Yeah. Like, he's, he just seems like a cool fucking guy. Yeah, he seems awesome. And he's a really good actor. Unlike January Jones, who just plays herself. Mm-hmm. It's a frigid bitch that... Yeah. <laughs> Which works out great on the show. It really does. And like, then when she tries apart. to do anything else, it's like, oh, January. <laughs> Oh boy! Let me see what happened here. <laughs> um, but John Hamm is always nominated mm-hmm. and has never won for Best Actor. He must not be sucking the right dick. Apparently, yeah. Um, but we and we were talking about Matt, not Mad Men, um, Breaking Bad right. a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston has won every single year. Wow! When he was up against John Hamm, no shit. And I'll give it to uh, Brian Cranston too. Right. He's a phenomenal actor. Yes, yeah. the awesome character show. development he did on his own is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I have no faults with that. Mm-hmm. But this year, John Hamm is also nominated for the live Thirty Rock episode, <laughs> yeah, where he was in blackface. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Opposite um, Tracy Morgan, and they were. It was like a flashback to like yeah, a nineteen twenties sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yep, like the honeymooners. Holy shit! Yeah, he's nominated for an Emmy for that, and I pray to God he wins that shit. Yeah, and he probably will. Mm-hmm. If anything, like they've been snubbing him so many times. Yeah, 
I hope his first like <laughs> big win is going to be him in blackface. I hate to say it because I mean like it's a really like like dumb funny movie, but Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. like it it honestly reminds me of Tropic Thunder where they're talking about how Robert Downey Jr.'s character mm-hmm. only won because he played a retarded guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like Sean Penn, never go full. Retard. No, never go full. Retard. Never go go full blackface. Yeah. <laughs> it's no good. You got to leave the neck exposed, yeah. so everybody knows it's it's ironic. <laughs> um, and the only other uh, Emmy thing that we're going to mention, at least for right now, is that our beloved Ron Swanson was again snubbed. That's bullshit. Every single year, he never gets. Uh, nominated for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. The mustache alone It's awesome. should get he's, him in there. He's the best ga- uh, character on oh, any absolutely. TV show, maybe ever. Yeah, because he's fucking awesome. He's super awesome. Yeah. Ron fucking Swanson. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's bullshit. It is. We got some commercials going on here. Yeah. I see Febreze for a car. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. I, I forwarded, forwarded <laughs> you a link. We've had a that. little bit of wine, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll give some backstory on that, too. Um, we were going to record this episode earlier than the night before its release, Mm -hmm. but over the last two weeks, Mm -hmm. uh, Thelma was out of town for a full week. I was. Um, doing some business. Yeah. Nothing of any fun. Yeah. Terrible, terrible business. (laughs) And I was, um, sick of shit with a cold for a week. So we're really throwing this slop together for you. (laughs) So enjoy. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, America. (laughs) Uh, we have, who's this guy? That's Montel Williams. That is Montel Williams. This Talking is moneymutual.com. <laughs> Up to $1,000. I saw the terms and conditions of this before, this commercial. Yeah, it does seem like free money, and I'm, I'm curious about well, how that's going to fuck your butt. Well, apparently it's just cash advance, so you know those interest rates. Yeah, 76%. Blow your asshole apart. <laughs> Wide open. American history exile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Mm-hmm. It's quite the image. <laughs> are we back to the show or is this We are. Else? I think so. It looks like a different girl. I don't fucking know what's going on here. Is Aww. this... A, yeah, it's a cute girl. She's cute. She's talking on a cell phone. The and baby she's on is, trampoline. Not the yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a show. Oh, this, Wait, no, this no. is 16 right now. MTV doesn't I'm make so any sense right to me now. anymore. No. But I love how, like... Go ahead. After you. I was going to say, I love how they play the same five commercials. Mm-hmm. Proactive. Yeah. 50 times. Proactive. There's always, like, a tampon commercial. Mm-hmm. And then there's always, like, a article of clothing. Yep. And then there's the Dr. Dre sound beats fucking headphones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or the one where he puts his Dr. Pepper on the turnstile to slow it down. He's like, this is too fast. I'm Dr. Dre. You gotta slow this shit down. (laughs) If only Easy E was alive to see this. (laughs) (laughs) Good Dr. Dre impression I just did. That wasn't racist, was it? No. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I think this is the show. This, this is, is so show. confusing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Um, we, we mentioned proactive because yes. of the five commercials oh! that play. Are you going to talk about? No, you talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. I'm, you have to help me out a bit, but it's it's sort of like um, publishers clearinghouse sweepstakes. Yeah, where somebody just shows up at the door, but it's Justin Bieber. Fucking Bieber. Mm-hmm. And it's this, you know, little teeny bopper girl. Mm-hmm. And Justin Bieber opens up the door and he's like, what's up, I'm Justin Bieber, look at my hair. And she's like, oh my God. And she freaks out. And then he's like, hey, here's some proactive, what's up? <laughs> and then he rolls in like his high top Nikes. Yeah, and just And then she's just standing there and she's like, what the, like, so her her biggest crush in the world. Right. Rolled up to her door. Yeah. Un, unannounced. Mm-hmm. Gave her some cream, which basically says, hey, you look like ass. <laughs> 
Your face is ugly as shit. <laughs> Rub this on your face. Oh, and you still can't commercial. have the Bieber. And they, and they bounced. And it was Escalade. Well, that's because he's a bitch. Because Lord knows he's a woman. <laughs> he does look like a lesbian. He is a lesbian. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. He's going to be the new Leif Garrett. And it's going to come out that he was sexually confused. And that's why he turned to heroin. And he had this big dark secret. It's, that he has a vagina. Yeah, it's not even like... It's not... <laughs> we're, we're completely pro-LGBT on the... Uh, oh, absolutely. TV podcast. Absolutely. But... <laughs> Justin Bieber looks like a fucking lesbian, or like, or like a trans right man. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody who's taking pills to try and go yeah. stubble. Well, again, like there's like a whole there's like a group of men that are very effeminate that mm -hmm. a lot of women go apeshit crazy over. Yeah, him, Johnny Depp, mm -hmm. Prince. Yeah, which Prince, I'm Prince sorry, is more so. I never understood that. Why the fuck do women throw their panties at Prince? He's like four foot zero. Mm -hmm. He wears a purple sparkly leotard. So do I, though. <laughs> well, you're different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when, and just gyrates when, on, on stage. When I use my left hand mm -hmm. and I have my purple. Your prince? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my platform heels on. I, I prince it up when you're out of town for the week. All right. Well, I know how well last week went. We. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get it. I, I can't get it from the women's perspective because he does like he's just a little pixie. Like right, he's this is very, what he's, he is incredibly effeminate. Right. But from a musical perspective, like I don't really like any of Prince's music. I don't either. I don't ton, get it. Other than like bat dance. The only Prince music that I like is Purple Rain, and yeah. that's because your band does a cover of it that sounds nothing like Prince's version. Yeah, but I can. That's why I, I, I like do. It. I do like Purple Rain. That's a pretty chill song. But like I like I like Prince because. Uh, He's a good musician. Mm -hmm. Like even though I don't like his music that much, he plays every instrument on right. all his records. Well, so does Trent Reznor. Yeah, and he's not walking around in sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's a little bit. Well, he likes hair dye. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got eyeliner. There's overlaps. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> we might not have been talking about anything. We're gonna let it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check that one. Um, I am going to bring up one show that I'm going to ask everyone in the audience to track down. Um, I'm not sure when it's back on live TV. Oh, and my God. we've been trying to find it on demand and mm -hmm. on iTunes and every other place. It's completely off the grid right now. Maybe it's on Hulu. It's like the one thing we don't have. Yeah. Um, it's a show on the Food Network. It's called uh, Sweet Genius. And holy shit, you guys. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. We, we're not huge into the, the food shows. No. Like we'll watch... Um, like, if we're just trying to find mindless yeah. nonsense, we'll watch, like, Chopped, or we'll yeah. watch uh, Barefoot Contessa, mm -hmm. or The Girl with the Big Head. Oh, yeah. Giada? Yeah. Whatever the fuck her name is. Like, her various parts are pretty. Yeah, but, somehow, but all like, together, she's, stacked she's up, like, like a bobblehead. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so we're talking about Sweet Genius. It's hosted by this bald man sprite. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's simply amazing. It really is. The guy's name is uh, Ron Ben Israel. He is completely crazy. Like, and not even like, um, what's the other guy? The British guy. Oh. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just like hardcore about it. And yeah. He's like a just hardcore like chef. Typical chef screaming at everybody, yeah. This guy just like walks out, constant smile on his face. It's like, you see glitter just pouring out of his asshole. Yeah. Just blowing just bubbles. So fabulous. It's yeah. awesome. But like, he, he stays, he stays completely still like Buddha. Yeah. And, and he is ape shit about sweets. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, really the, is. The tagline of it, uh, Thelma, is join me in my world of dessert. Exactly. And that's what he he walks out. 
in his like kimono or whatever. <laughs> just like join me in my world of dessert. <laughs> so um, this is the um, description of Ron Ben Israel, the host of Sweet Genius, provided by the Food Network website. Okay. And I'm going to read this verbatim. Okay. If you don't mind. I'm really excited about this. Did you not read this on the? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Ron started his confectionery adventures after a 15-year career as a professional modern dancer. <laughs> upon, retiring, upon retiring from performing with companies spanning three continents, he incorporated his art training, military background, what? and ballet regimen into the discipline of pastry arts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and to add to that, I did Wikipedia this guy. Yeah. And he was in... Um, I forget what it's called. The the uh, Army of Israel. Oh, yeah, because everybody has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that called? I forget. That I'm right there. I forget what it's called. But that one. Yeah. Yeah, where everybody has to be a part. Yeah. But so he was in the military and apparently made a name for himself and then became a modern dancer or something. Hmm. And now he's just a dessert guy. But he's like really crazy about the desserts. Crazy about the desserts. Tell him about the different shit he made people make desserts out of. Okay. It's crazy. We, we only saw one episode. Right. Which is... But it was amazing. Making me jones so bad, because we, we have been looking for this fucking show mm-hmm. constantly, and we can't <laughs> find it. Um, but the episode that we, shot, that we saw, uh, round one, was everybody had to create a chocolate dessert using fortune cookies, blue cheese, and it had to be inspired by a ballet dancer. <laughs> yeah. So they had, like, a conveyor belt, and they gave them this, these bullshit ingredients. Yeah, it's kind of like um, Iron Chef, in a sense, where it's like, you gotta wait to see at the last minute yeah, what like it what is. Yeah, like what the big yeah. ingredient mm-hmm. is, or the, yeah, they, they give them the ingredients, like, right, right at the time, but then mm-hmm. they have to see what their inspiration has to be. Right. And the show we saw, it was Ballet Dancer, another one was Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah. And then the, the other one was uh, Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles. Make something out of Bubbles. Okay. So, um... Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. <laughs> it's, it's just an amazing show. It is. It's like the cheesiest, campiest yeah. show imaginable. It's like over the top, yeah. And he's so sedate about it, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll make a dessert for him, and they'll try it. And, like, his expression never changes, but he'll be like, uh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very, uh... So just say devastating thing to these people, things right? To these people. But like in a nice way. So like they're kind of confused. Yeah, and he smiles like, no matter what. Yeah, it's, and they're it's like, just creepy. So, uh, "Did I make it?" And it's like, "No, no you're fine." You did so bad. Yeah, he you did, did a terrible. really bad job. <laughs> um, moving on from Sweet Genius, and I swear to God, look that up. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what should we talk? About? Uh, one show that I know I like, and you haven't seen a ton of, but mm-hmm. it's a uh, comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yes. I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, you've seen a handful. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about that from a lady's perspective? Um, Some of the things are funny. Mm -hmm. Some of it I don't get. Yeah. And I'm like, am I just not, I don't know, like, am I not hip enough to get it? I don't don't get it. It's, yeah. It's It's very deadpan humor. mm Mm-hmm. It's the kind... Um, and I usually like that, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very much... Because uh, the host of it, Scott Ackman, was one of the head writers on uh, Mr. Show on okay. HBO, uh-huh. which I used to like a lot. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of... It's, it's very sort of um, meta, and like a lot of it will just be like, we're making a joke about how bad this joke is. Right. And stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it, like a lot of it isn't laugh out loud, but mm-hmm. like it's the kind of thing where there's enough layers where it's like, I just sort of appreciate this. Right, yeah. And then the parts that are super funny are just super funny. Right. Our cat is attacking <laughs> my uh, outline for the podcast tonight. Just fucking going to town on it. 
and I can't I can't see it anymore. Just grab so it from under no, we're just we're gonna wing it. It's all right. But um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, it's not the funniest show. Like, we were mm-hmm. talking about Parks and Rec about being my favorite comedy. Honestly, though, it's, it's completely the different. Really? Yeah, he just irks me for some reason. I don't know why. I just want to punch him in the face. See, that doesn't. Well, I think that, that might be part of it too, though. Like, is like he's playing very much a character. Yeah, but I don't like it. Hmm. I don't like his face. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's it's based on a podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Right, yeah. And you probably like that better because you don't have to see it. We listened to face. it on the way down um, for a vacation, and I did like it. I mean, it got us through a lot of dark hours on that through Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Into Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I agree. And I, it's um, from what I know about the show, they improvised the whole thing. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's entirely improvised. Okay. I think they probably have a couple ideas. All right. And then they just sort of will it down. Well, now that I know that, I might actually like it more. Mm-hmm. But it also, it's, it's. I think they do a very good job editing mm-hmm. to get it to a half hour and still get to all these different segments that they right. get to. Mm-hmm. But on the podcast, it's usually hour and a half, two, hour, or two hours or wow. so of them completely improvising. So there's a lot more downtime, but right. it also gives everything more room to breathe. Right, to really yeah. get into the characters and, and stuff. And develop it, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I can dig it. But I, I do like it. I like that it exists. Mm-hmm. More so than I like really laugh at it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's a specified audience for it. Like, it definitely doesn't have mass appeal, but... Yeah, again, it's definitely for comedy nights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's no laugh track. No, no laugh track at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is not like Three Minute or Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are pretty far into this show, so I think it's about time that we ask Siri a question. I think we should. I think we should ask her about the ghost in Three Minute or Baby. <laughs> I you forgot know that there about? was even a ghost in there, mm-hmm. yeah. Behind mm-hmm. the curtain? Yeah. Okay, here we go. She's just going to say I can ask the web. Siri, is there a ghost in Three Men and a Baby? I can't answer that, but I could search the web for it, if you like. Tell me about the ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Bitch. Searching for the ghost in Three Men and a Baby, and <laughs> Pretty good. She's spun on today. Pretty good. Siri, um... Should three men have a baby? Here's your reminder. Siri, on her own accord, just created a reminder for me, um, a man, that says, have a baby. And she wants me to either confirm or cancel, have a baby. Confirm. When would you like me to remind you? When I'm financially responsible. <laughs> I don't understand. When I'm financially responsible, you can be reminded at a time, or when you leave or arrive somewhere. When would you like me to remind you? Insertion. <laughs> Upon insertion. <laughs> oh my god, we broke her. <laughs> it is just spitting in a circle. We wrecked theory. All right, we're going to let her think for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone on long enough. I think we're going to get into some of the uh, shows that are actually on right now. So anybody that is not up to speed on these shows. If you like, I can search the web for and upon insertion. <laughs> yeah, search for that. Searching for and upon insertion. All right, this this should be good, too. Yeah. Oh, it probably has safe, safe search on. Yeah. Boo. Anyhow, um, we were going to... Uh, talk about some shows that are on the air. So we're probably going to talk about True Blood. So, you know, fuck that. Yeah. If if, if you care about getting True Blood spoiled for you. You deserve to have it spoiled. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Um, uh, we're also going to talk about probably the newsroom for a little bit, and then finally we're going to wrap up with Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. So the last couple minutes of the show, if you're not up to date on Breaking Bad as of the release of this show, mm -hmm. uh, kindly turn it off, and um, we'll see you next time. But for everybody else, we're going to start off with True Blood. Mm. Now, since the last time we talked about it, I'm not sure exactly what all has transpired. There's been a lot more with the vampire fundamentalists. Yeah. There's a lot of religion, and uh, the puppy is still a puppy for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. still there's still a werewolf puppy. Yeah, that got adopted by a gay vampire now. Right. Yeah. So Sookie's off in a quest to find out who murdered her parents. Yeah, and... that's a big red heron. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the last, the very last episode that came out um, on Sunday, I actually enjoyed. I did too. For the most part, I was which very I'm surprised. Amazed by like yeah everything. Like, I think literally everything up until the season, mm -hmm. I, there hasn't been a bit of it that was like, man, that was really well done. Yeah. Well, this one actually reminds me of, like, the early episodes because they actually dedicated more than a minute and a half. That's exactly it. To the that plot is exactly lines. it. Yeah. They they started jettisoning, right. jettisoning some stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, what else did they get rid of? They got rid of that stupid fucking smoke monster from Iraq. Oh, thank God. Which, it's just like... You don't need to give the short order to cook a whole arc yeah. during the season. Like, like, that was completely unnecessary. He's a cool character. Right. Let him be, you know, have a couple right. lines. yeah. Interaction then... with Andy and, yeah, you know, fine. Arlene or whatever and call it a day. Yeah, but th that went on way too long. They're, they're, Somebody they're... had to know the guest who was, like, the sergeant or whatever on the show. Yeah, I'm sure you know it was just I mean? calling in a favor or something. Yeah, And totally. getting new people in, too. Right. Man, that was stupid. <clears throat> yeah, that was really lame. But, so they got rid of that. But then um, in the last episode where they were, um, what's his name? The big, dumb, oh. opie-looking guy? Hoyt? Yeah, Hoyt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is Hoyt, that can't be a real name, right? Are there people God? named Hoyt? Oh, honey. Are they really? We've been down south. I know. I have, I have a lot of family in the South. and I've, I, I know. I'm not related to any Hoyts. I no, think that's bullshit. But your family is intelligent. That's true. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Sorry, the South. Yeah. No no offense, but mm -hmm. I just spent a week down there, so. That's Florida. That's even worse than the oh, South. Oh, yes. Florida's way worse. Indeed. Um, but, so they, Hoyt has been a, a bullshit character for quite he some didn't time have... now. They ran out of stuff for him to do. Yeah, they had, he had no point in the show. And for anybody who's watching the show who has read any of the books, I read all the books, which are vastly different from the show itself. And in the books, Hoyt, his character, takes a completely different turn. Tara, first off, isn't even that close with Sookie. And uh, Hoyt and Tara end up getting married. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's completely different. Yeah, completely different. 100%. And Tara's part in the in the books are slim to none. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a dumb character pretty much the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. At least on the show. She's actually been better this season, too, though. They, they turned into yes. a vampire, which... She's I was way so less happy annoying. when they shot her, and then it's like, oh, this is actually yeah. decent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Hoyt thing, they, they basically, and we talked about it even as it was happening, but they did an internal uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yes. They basically sort of wiped his memory of all the stuff that hurt him with his ex-girlfriend and mm -hmm. his best friend um, betraying him and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was actually, like, it was really well done. It was. And it was like, actually, like, sad. Yeah. Like, I felt yeah. something mm -hmm. watching True Blood, I which I too. haven't done, I think, in years. Yeah. Agreed. And I was very impressed with it. I was, too. Like, they had to have a different writer. I wonder if that's when Alan Ball stopped I was writing. thinking the same thing. Because yeah. the second half of this season... He stopped. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I've, it's been getting better and better. Uh-huh. And I think it was just them tying up the loose ends that were started. Right. And now I'm sort of like, board hopeful again? for the mm-hmm. future yeah. of this show. No, I agree. But I mean, like, again, you know, we have what, like two episodes left? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the second episode. Like, this is where the second episode should have taken off at. Yeah. They, like, they it was did a waste, complete waste eight of hours entire... of my life yeah. so far. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so, with that being said, hopefully there is some sort of mm-hmm. silver lining to this. But if, but... if, the, if the next two episodes or whatever mm-hmm. continue to be half decent you know because right. mm-hmm. it, it can still be campy that's the point of the show it can right. still it's be always stupid. been campy and dumb There's i mean still like yeah i mean like the whole wear, premise of it alone has yeah. always been kind of cool. wear panthers and shit right but if, what if they happen with that then it's gone now that's another thing where i yeah. think the writers were like well this was stupid we should never have done that's this. actually in the books is it really it's in the books that yeah. seems dumb though, uh-huh too. yeah but it's not it wasn't to the point where they took it like yeah. there was no group raping or anything like that <laughs> and jason wasn't involved in the whole thing they skipped the group rape yeah <laughs> what's the point but they spent so much time on that last season and then mm-hmm. it was just like oh, nope that's it yeah that, that that seems to be their mo though yeah i agree but yeah i am hopefully mm-hmm. optimistic about what's gonna happen with the rest i of actually it. was thinking the other day i would actually like to go back and watch the first and second season again i would too just to see what what was going on with mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it does seem like a completely different show. Now. Oh, it was. It completely was. And you know, I was reading some of the reviews of what's going on in this season in this past episode, and a lot of people are, you know, they're mad about Bill's character and you know the stance he's taken with the whole authority. He's actually interesting now, though, which he, he hasn't is. been the whole last couple of years when he was just pining for right. Face. But if you really Sookie. truly think back on it, mm-hmm. the only reason why Bill was quote unquote pining for Sookie was because he was working for the Queen of Louis. Louisiana in the first place. I don't so, remember all that. Yeah, it was um, Rachel Evanwood that played the character. Okay. Marilyn Manson's ex or whatever. <laughs> and um, I liked her in the show. I thought she was funny. But, I mean, it came out that, like, the only reason why he even was, you know, courting her was just to get information for the queen. Huh. So yeah, he's I've... been an asshole from day one. I completely forgot about that. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but True Blood, not as bad as it was. Still not great, but right. not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, another one we've been watching, these are almost all HBO shows, but we've been watching uh, The Newsroom pretty, yes. pretty regularly. I think mm-hmm. we've seen all of those so far. We have. Um, and in the last couple, since the last time we wrote at least, or we talked, mm-hmm. um, uh, what happened? They, they had a big thing at the end of one of the episodes where um, it was the episode was happening when Gabby Giffords got shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I, there are definitely parts of this show where I like I really like it. I like right. the writing. I like the characters. It's but some a smart of it's show. Just overkill. Yeah. And it's overkill. And I really do think like it's it's a criticism that has been leveled against it a lot. Mm-hmm. But like if it if it was a pretend senator right. that got shot in the head mm-hmm. and then they made it as melodramatic as it was about yeah. these people on a cable news show. Right. I'd be like, oh wow, that was really moving. Like mm-hmm. it was cool how that happened. Right. But this is a real woman right. who got shot in the head. Exactly. And now it, it seems exploitative. Oh, absolutely. It? But I mean Like there's something all about the knowing that it's, that it's connected to real stuff. Like stuff right. certain Like this affected people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it definitely is a fine line that you're walking because in the show itself and there has been criticism for this before, you know, they can kind of turn it on its head and be like, oh, well, all the other news reports are going to say that she's dead, but we're going to wait mm-hmm. and make sure that we don't say that she's dead until we know for certain. Yeah. 
But with that being said, not only does it, you know, give the show leverage to be like, oh my god, these people are incredible, but I feel like it kind of um, doesn't downplay the events that happen with these people in real life on the news, but it kind of exploits it even further. I mm-hmm. mean, like, with all the false news, I mean, Fox News alone. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry, the South. Yeah, sorry to all of you <laughs> Glenn Beck fans. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to fight my uncle about that down South. Really? Yeah. No. I wanted to throw out a Glenn Beck book. Fuck you, Glenn um, Beck. <laughs> I'm putting it on the record. Yeah, exactly. Suck a dick. But um, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, like you said, like it, it definitely, it loses its edge a little bit because you know what happened to this person. Yeah. And it is taking, you know, place prior to, like, it's like a year after the fact. Yeah. So, like, with all the events I've taken Yeah, those, place, those are the only can. real qualms I have, mm-hmm. is when they try and insert a real news story. Right. It makes everything else that has happened on the show until it's revealed that this is the day that this happened or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes all that seem so trivial. Right. And everything that's happening, even while they're scrambling around trying to figure out what to happen with it, mm-hmm. it makes that seem trivial. Right. It's like, oh, that, that really happened. Right. You know? Exactly. And now these are pretend people. Right. At a pretend news station with Pretending pretend Pretending to give a shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> against an actual thing that happened, which right. was, you know, tragic and... and um, right. Had impact I remember on, you know, their lives you know, and our life. lives. Yeah. yeah exactly. What, um, was, what happened on the very... The most recent. Well, I was just going to ask you, we watched two this mm-hmm. past Sunday because uh, we had to catch up a little bit. What did you think of the 9-11 one? There was like the whole 9-11 like montage for when they killed bin Laden, remember? And it was like they had some policemen that were like in the news. Oh, street. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what did um, you think of that? Exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, I, I get that they, they're dealing with um, the story about killing Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And that by itself, I was on board Right. Because it's a big news story. That might have been the biggest news story that happened in that year. Right. Um, at least in terms of, you know, cultural impact or whatever, mm-hmm. other than, you know, financial or whatever. Right. But uh, having to tie in, like, having them reporting, like, they're reporters. That's what they're doing is reporting. Right. It's not like they're the Navy team that killed the guy. Yeah, exactly. But, like, having <clears throat> them tell the story to some NYPD guys or to um, people who were affected by September 11th mm-hmm. really... Again, it t- sort of took me out of it. It was like, what's fucking stupid? Like, yeah. what did you do? Right, exactly. You, you were on Twitter all right. night. You were, you were on an airport tarmac on Twitter. <laughs> like, you're, you didn't kill Osama bin Laden. No. And even if you did, like... So what does that say about the news in general? Do you think that Alan, uh, Aaron Sorkin has, um, not like a hidden agenda, but do you feel that, you know, his ideal beliefs are that news corporations in general are are like the heroes of yeah or do you think that he's trying to make them out as like gossip mongers because basically that's majorly like what it is i think i mean just based on how the show is put together i think that they're supposed to be the heroes you know like yeah but it doesn't come across that way all the time yeah and i think that's just his short-sightedness yeah and how it was put together i will say that i feel as a woman Mm -hmm. that he definitely has a slanted point of view when it comes to other women yeah that that, i actually wrote that down as a talking point because that's that's been a criticism too yeah is like i used to watch the west wing all the time right which is basically this show without actual events Mm -hmm. and in the white house right so all the false importance that's being given to these people at a cable news show mm-hmm. in the White House is like, oh, it's the fucking White House. Right. This is legitimately important. This is right. actually very important right now. This is happening. <laughs> um, but it's it's pretty much the same thing. But mm-hmm. the women in charge and stuff were still a little bit flighty and stuff. And I think he got criticism for that as well. Mm-hmm. 
but they were in positions of power right. and were good at their jobs. Right. Mm-hmm. Where in this, um, what's her name? The producer, the British girl. Yeah. Um, I think is better portrayed. Like she's still flighty and kind of right silly and not all that serious as a character, but she does seem to be good at her job. Which she does seem to be good at her job, but I feel like all the women on the show, regardless if it's related to the job or relationships with people that work there, just Mm -hmm. kind of stumble through the motion. And a lot of it is, like, it's every scene we see them in is how they relate to the men in the show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It is kind of, yeah. It's it's very misogynist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially the younger girl. Baggy? Yes. Yeah. Because, um... And I watched Sports Night, too, which is one of uh, Sorkin's other shows. Mm-hmm. And they both have pretty much the same character as Maggie, mm-hmm. where it's it's a younger girl. I mean, not even a younger girl, but it's like it's like the Jim and Pam thing from The Office. Right. It's like two young people mm-hmm. that are always being thwarted from mm-hmm. getting together with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Sports Night and in West Wing, the two people were equally good at their jobs and on equal footing mm-hmm. um, professionally. Right. It's like they were complete... Um, Equals. Right. I said equal a lot. But in this one, uh, Maggie's like an intern or like a She was first an intern and then she got, yeah, yeah promoted. You know, mm-hmm. Ground level. And then yeah. the guy she has a crush on is like some kind of big wig. In mm-hmm. this, and like it's it's shitty when they have to banter and then he can still like fire her and tell right. her what to do and stuff like right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they talk uh, like peers, but mm-hmm. then it's like, uh, get me coffee, bitch. Right. Exactly. It's like, There's wait, like that wait undertone. What just happened? Yeah, of inequality. Yeah, yeah it's definitely between the, the, the sexes. But all that being said, though, I still <laughs> do like the show. I do too. And I really like, like, I like it. I think it's smart, but yeah. like, I think they can do better with it. Agree. You know? But on a less serious tone, mm-hmm. I recently read that Jeff Bridges has signed on to do Dumb and Dumber 2. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. Um, no, honey. Yes. You know I love you. I love you too. Um, Jeff Bridges. Oh shit! Did I say the wrong name? (laughs) Okay, for everybody who's listening, (laughs) I am absolutely awful when it comes to names. What the fuck is his name in the show? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels was the one who (laughs) got his tongue stuck to a uh, a ski lift and and took a big shit. My bad. My bad. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know I'm terrible at names. I know. The rest of the audience may not know that. Well, maybe they do. If they actually listen to what I'm saying. I do kind of wish Jeff Bridges was in Dumb Dumb Wouldn't that be awesome? Just the dude. Probably make it better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Finally, let's get into Breaking Bad for a couple minutes before we have to sign off here. We can totally do that. Um, I think we missed the last two episodes since last time we talked. Two or three. Something like that. Two. Yeah. I I kind of forget what happened. I don't know. But basically, um, and again, this is spoilers. If you're not up to date on Breaking Bad, we're at least going to talk about some of it and probably get to a big one from the last episode towards the end here. So be warned. Mm -hmm. uh, Sign off if you want, and we'll talk to you soon. Or I could just confuse you and say it's Jeff Bridges, and then you'll be (laughs) totally fucked. Jeff Bridges as Walt. (laughs) That would be some shit. But um, I'm trying to think what I remember. The last episode Mm -hmm. was one from this past Sunday. I know, like, the back of my hand. Yeah, and I'm trying to think about what happened before that. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, we can always sort of work backwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have the other one? No, you do. What the fuck was it? Uh, oh, was it the whole, the barrel? No. Yeah, that was in the last one, too. Fuck. I think, I mean, honestly, I'm, we might have missed the I feel like it was too. like... I, I don't think we've talked about Breaking Bad in depth on this show. Are you serious? Yeah. I think it's all happened since... No. I think so. Really? We might have talked about the season premiere. But um, I know there there was the thing with the magnet. 
Right. When they had to get the laptop out of the other thing. Right, yeah. There's a thing with Mike and his crew. Yeah, Mike has to pay off his crew, even though they're all in jail. I think that might have been the last yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, okay. So they're in jail, and then, so basically, all of the new meth that they cook, a large portion of that's going to yeah, the, the, the meth profits to keep them quiet. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and another development is that um, Walt and Jesse, mm-hmm. um, instead of finding a new lab, are cooking in people's houses. Which is some shit. Yeah. They put big fumigation tents over the houses. Right. And then set up a whole operation inside. Mm-hmm. And um, cook a batch or whatever. Right. And then, and then leave. Bolt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, we're already forgetting whatever else happened before. Right. So we'll gloss over that, but we'll talk about the most recent episode, mm-hmm. which was phenomenally good. Oh, it was so good. So, um... Again, spoiler alert, this is your last warning. It starts off with this kid riding a motorbike through the desert. Mm-hmm. And um, he's riding along, and he, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's scenes of him riding for a while. Yeah. And then he eventually stops, and he hops off, and he's, like, looking for something. And then it pans down, and we find out it's a tarantula. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this is fucking this. It's like a little kid on a dirt bike finding a tarantula. Mm-hmm. So um, he picks it up, and he pulls out a, a jar inside his uh, jacket pocket, and he puts the tarantula in the jar, and uh, then it's like breaking back. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, so already you're like, it's, what it's the fuck does this have to do random with cold open. Yeah. And they do those a lot. But usually, Which I love about the show, though, yeah. because throughout the entire episode, you're wondering, how does this tie in at mm-hmm. the end? And usually, like... Um, and this is like a reverse spoiler, but like, I, I forget which season it was, but they had the one cold open where they're fishing like a teddy bear out of the swimming pool and it's all singed. I think it was the next to last uh, season. Yeah, two, two ago? One oh, ago, maybe. One ago? Yeah. Because it showed, yeah, it showed the teddy bear with the eyeball. Yeah. And, and you're was, like, well, this is weird. Yeah. But so then like, it built up the whole season and see uh-huh. what that was all about. And you find right. out it's the plane crash. It's like, wow, that's uh-huh. crazy. So this one, you see this kid and you're like, man, I wonder how they're going to pay off. Like, maybe that's going to be like the last scene of the show is going right. to be something with this tarantula kid. Mm-hmm. So then it, it cuts to the, the opening credits and then the show starts. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, business as usual. And mm-hmm. then... Um, Plot developments happen, but basically, it, the gist of it is they're gonna do a train robbery, right? Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, because they there's some methylamine on a train, and they have to get some, mm-hmm. and that goes back to that tracking. Yeah. What's it called? Um, but they want to get the methylamine off the train, mm-hmm. so they have to plan all that stuff out, and mm-hmm. then the actual train robbery is probably the last twenty minutes or something like that. Just a sidebar, though, mm-hmm. if you notice in this series, Jesse has come up with the majority of yeah solutions. In this season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to other seasons past, when it's it was always, always Walt. Walt. Mm-hmm. Walt. Walt has been completely um, egotistical, self, yeah, self-absorbed, yeah. and hasn't really contributed anything other no. than like playing a badass, uh-huh. but not really doing anything. Right. But yeah, Jesse came up with the magnets idea. Mm-hmm. Jesse's been sort of the the um, peacemaker between Walt and mm-hmm. he's um, been Mike. the voice of reason yeah. the entire the entire. And they're definitely setting so him up to be like the the, <clears throat> the conscience of the show. Correct. Which is cool because, again, character development. Like right. when the show started, he was. Jesse was the farthest one yeah, that had a conscious. 20 like something yeah. meth uh-huh. dealer, yeah. drug addict, yeah. with all kinds of problems. Just skating by with his, yeah. you know, dumb antics. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they, they have to rob this train and it's they have to come up with all the um, schematics and figure out how to do it without getting caught and. Um, Without killing anybody, that's yeah, that's the a big whole part stipulation. of it. Which was Jesse's idea as well, because mm-hmm. they were originally talking about just um, killing the two engineers of the train, right? And then being like, okay, well, that's done. Mm-hmm. But he he was like, he pushed for uh, no murder. So okay, cool. So they come up with this awesome idea, mm-hmm. really smart, 
yeah. put into action. They pull in this other guy from the crew of the fumigation operation just mm-hmm. to be like a fourth man to help right. out because they need another guy. Right, they need more muscle. So it's incredibly tense. Oh, yeah. I was biting my nails. Yeah, like the train the robbery thing. You get five minutes absorbed. of the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonder if they're going to pull it off or not. Jesse's like lying underneath the train as mm-hmm. it starts moving. It's like, <laughs> holy shit, this is awesome. They pull it off. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that was they heavy. They did it. Uh-huh. And like, even after that, it's like, okay, they're going to cut to um, the end. Right. And, and credits. Yeah. And I was like, that was a pretty good episode. Like, that train robbery was the shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you see the fucking tarantula kid mm-hmm. on his dirt bike. Just he, standing there staring yeah, at them. With he his just mouth rode up and he saw them, like, I guess, finish the robbery. Right. And celebrate it. Right. And then it's like, oh, shit. So then in my mind, it's like, oh, now they're going to fade to black. Right. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. No. The, the hired hand, the fourth guy, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. slow motion style, pulls a gun out of his um, back pocket, back pocket mm-hmm. and shoots the kid dead. Yeah. Or I'm assuming dead. Yeah. Probably dead. Mm-hmm. And then they end the show. But do you notice, but, though, that in a lot of the episodes of Breaking Bad, anything that has to do with the hardening and shaping of Jesse's character has to do with child murder? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, Jesse, his character itself is very innocent in a lot of ways. Yeah. So as he's evolving throughout the entire show, mm-hmm. it's like every so often they kill a child. Yeah. So it's like, is that symbolism for his loss in innocence and, you know, yeah. delving deeper into, mm-hmm. you know, the world of crime? I don't know. And it's all, I, I read something about the show that um, when it's the three of them, when it's Mike and Walt and Jesse, right. all three of them have com- uh, committed cold-blooded murder. Yes. Because Jesse shot a guy in the head. Right. Uh, Mike has killed God knows how many people. Yeah. And Walt has killed... Yeah, he's killed of quite a few people. Yeah, and especially if you count a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, he's a plane a crash. a lot of people. He killed the two drug dealers mm-hmm. from he shot the, the guy first in season. The lab. He shot the guy in the lab. He killed two other drug dealers that were going to kill Jesse. Mm-hmm. He yeah. almost killed a child. Yeah, very nearly killed yeah. a child. He mm-hmm. killed uh, Gus. Yeah. And Gus's bodyguard uh-huh. guy. Yeah, so he's killed a lot of people. Yeah. But so even when we're talking about who's going to be the good guy in this, like all of them have just committed cold-blooded murder. Right. But we we were talking about this before we started recording. And what I was incredibly impressed with was how they showed us this cold open of this kid riding through the desert. With the tarantula. Finds a tarantula. Mm -hmm. Goes into the show. We're like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck was that about? Right. Once the show gets cooking. You fucking forget about it. Completely forgot about it. And we're not the only people, like I said yeah, earlier. I, I think everybody that showed right, up, yeah. saw that show was completely yeah. blindsided at the mm-hmm. end when the kid showed up and then got shot. But right. like, of course he should have showed up. He was in the desert. Like, right. it makes sense. Yeah, and that's a testament to the plot yeah. itself. That, it was, you know, it, put, it could be something so off the wall and bizarre. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you're wondering through the entire commercial break. And as soon as the show comes back, you don't give it a second Completely thought. Completely forgot. Yeah. And we, we talked about it, too, that it was very, very smart that they had a, a fucking train robbery. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a, a regular show where it's, like, domestic strife mm-hmm. at home. Right. Or like, Walt's family. Right. Where it's, you know, engaging, but it's mm-hmm. not, like, And there was some robbery. of that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it didn't really fully take you out of that moment until it was, like, we're going to rob a fucking train. Yeah, and incredibly we're incredibly tense like, scene. hundreds of gallons of money. So then you, they know that they have your complete undivided attention. You're right. not thinking about this kid with mm-hmm. the tarantula. Right. And then out of nowhere. You know what I always think about from time to time, and I'm wondering why. I mean, I could be looking at the wrong websites, but I feel like there isn't enough backlash, and I'm surprised at this, about what they do show on the show Mm -hmm. as far as, like, how to obtain 
chemicals. Yeah. And give you ideas. Like, mind you, yeah, nobody's going to be able to fucking pull off a train robbery yeah. like that in real life. But there's enough stuff that goes on in that show mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm surprised that, you know, the ultra conservative groups aren't yeah. reaching out. And I'm sure much. on some, I'm sure it's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I think they were smart to, I, I'm not sure if it was because of this or not, but like originally when they started cooking, it was with pharmaceuticals. Right. Which people, you know, can get from the pharmacy. Right. So that's something that people could feasibly do. And obviously right. they didn't do step by step, like this is how you cook crystal meth. Here right. you go, kids. But they did give you enough ingredients that you're like, yeah. Yeah. But also, meth. like, I'm pretty sure you can just Google that shit if right. you really wanted to. Well, yeah. I mean, you can Google how to make a fucking bomb if you want. Yeah. But they quickly got away from the pharmaceutical stuff into like, oh, we have to steal a giant tub of right. such, such and such, mm-hmm. you know, pure concentrated methylamine. Right. Which immediately is like, okay, some dipshit isn't just going right. to go steal a It's not easy to do. Methylamine from it's a not highly easy to do. chemical plant. I don't know if I told you this, but my VP actually worked for a chemical plant. Really? Like back in his early 20s, yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of it was just, you know, taking inventory and double checking, triple checking, yeah. and checking with security. And, like, it was like, so and even much in, money in spent uh, on pharmacies that. and hospitals and stuff like that, oh, yeah. they're serious about this. Yeah, shit. it's and I'm, not I'm easy. assuming that giant barrels of yeah. potent drugs are, are which, well you know, probably speaks to the fact why people that are on crystal meth are so fucked up. Because, I mean, I think that a lot of the meth cookers had to improvise even more yeah. when they couldn't get the pharmaceuticals. Yeah, which I think also speaks to um, why it's such a big deal on the show is because they're actually, uh, it's not a good product, but right. in, in terms of meth, it's, right. it's a pure product. Right, almost. exactly. Which Which, is uh, like, as opposed to, mm-hmm. um, you know, Drano and God knows what else going <laughs> yeah. on. Jesus. Uh, well, honey, I think we are over our time limit. Oh my God. I know, it's astounding. Holy crap. But we got into Breaking Bad, which was one of our favorite shows. We did. And we're very excited about it. We did. And we talked about sexy and pregnant for two seconds. Mm-hmm. And honestly... I don't know about you, but I think that's all anybody ever really needs to know about us, what we said. (laughs) Fuck fuck 16 and pregnant. Don't get pregnant in 16, you guys. And just for warning. And if you do, don't go on MTV. Yeah, and if Justin Bieber knocks on your door, do not answer it because he's just going to destroy your hopes and dreams and give you a uh, complex about your image for the Mm -hmm. rest of your life. And call you a butterface. (laughs) Well... This has been TV Crafts, everybody. <laughs> Episode 3. We will see you next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, I have been your host, Chris. And I've been Thelma. We'll see you soon, guys. Take care. Goodbye! Bye! <laughs> Goodbye. Chris and Thelma are given a channel to watch on the TV. They talk about it, and now it's a podcast. It's TV Crafts. Yeah.